Welcome one, welcome all. You are in the WordPress shop and your wonderful hosts, Adam and Colleen, are here to guide you through answering all of your questions about WordPress. This is a topic that Adam and Colleen both love geeking out about. They are here for it. I'm Colleen LeMasters of Colleen LeMasters Creative, and I specialize in WordPress websites, both design and development. I use thoughtful strategy to create beautifully crafted and optimized websites that are also easy to manage on a day-to-day basis for my clients. Adam Miggetts, located in South Carolina, is a web developer focused on integrating custom functionality to websites. Now let's jump into the episode. Hi. Hello, hello. (laughs) Happy Wednesday. I, I've been messing around in 6.4.1 a little bit, but I still have so many cool things that I want to explore with. But right now, I am switching every all of my security plugins over from iThemes to WordFence. So that's my my tall oh, order today. Yeah. Wow. So. You actually were making. You're actually going to switch everything. Okay. Because I know. Yeah. You used uh, iThemes. Interesting. Okay. I did. Now, are so. you? Did you go with the WordFence uh, Pro? I still only use the free one. So. I am only using the free one right now. I have to do a little bit more research. So they did, I will say as a developer, because I have like 25 sites that I am responsible for. I still, you know, you know how I feel about auto updating and my my distaste for it. So I still go into those Wednesday morning when I get into the office. Wednesday morning is my day to go into all of my sites and just check and kind of do like a little audit of everything and make sure everything's running. And I am testing out word uh word fence free i do have a pro like developer license um, which is to say it's not really a single license that's one of the things i personally liked about iThemes was that i could get one of the developer licenses that's similar to gravity forms where you buy the the one license and you can use it on an unlimited number of sites which i thought was cool the way that WordFence is set up is that you have to have individual licenses for each room or each each room, each website, uh, which is fine. But that means that that's different like payment terms. And I haven't figured out the business side of that just yet. So I am, I'm moving everybody over to free. And then I'm, I don't know, kind of a pro con of like, okay, well, what, what do I get with the pro aside from the, because their big thing is like real-time protection is WordFence's pro feature where the free version gives you a 30-day kind of lag time, I guess. And I'm not sure I understand it, to be honest. I'm not sure I understand what that is, like the 30 days, like they don't update their, you know, malicious IP address list for 30 days. And so you don't get the most up-to-date, like blocked IPs kind of thing. I, I don't know. I mean, I've, I have to say, I've had really good luck, knock on wood, with the free version. So, yeah, I don't know just yet. I'm, I'm debating. Yeah, I haven't actually looked at the uh, pro version at all, so I don't know what other bells and whistles they offer. But well, that's um, on my to do list, so I uh, will report back. <laughs> <laughs> I I did have it's funny. I, I was this is on my developer site, but uh, so it doesn't really matter. But I, I went back to to doing you know looking at some other blocks and doing some stuff that I was doing, and and I went to a page and I know you know was working. I'm like, okay, this is not working. It says my block doesn't recognize the block that I registered. I'm like, what? So I'm looking through the code. I registered the block. Everything looks fine. And I hadn't touched it and it worked before. Come to find out, uh, yeah, I must have de- deactivated my plugin when I was doing, because I, you know, use different plugins at different times. Not, didn't realize I had that deactivated. And of course, the plugin's not going to work because it's deactivated. So yeah, that was. <laughs> <laughs> 
fun. Isn't that fun when that happens? Oh my goodness. Yes. <laughs> I can really, but yeah. all in all, at least oh, I well. know, at least I was like relieved that like didn't something didn't massively change. Like, you know, I, cause I had, I'm like, no, I have to go back to the documentation. Did WordPress change something? Cause it just, it, it was right at the timing where they upgraded, updated to six, four. I'm like, I'm sure they wouldn't, you know, deprecate things now and not make things work. And I'm like, uh, I did. I deactivated my plug and I'm like, so at, ah. least, at least it was only something, <laughs> you know, fixable, that simple. Like I just hit activate. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, okay, it's working. <laughs> yeah. Ah, so. What a time. What a time. <laughs> so, oh, and again, I over, and I didn't go to the late, I didn't initially look to see if it was even active. My first thought being, you know, that, oh, something's wrong with the code. So I jumped into the code, started looking over when, if I just went to the plugin list, you know, the act to see what's active, I would have seen it, but no, I didn't go there first. <laughs> well, why would you? That, that would just be silly. I mean, I'm always, this happens in, in coding. It happens in life where it's like, I always assume it's going to be a bigger issue than it is. And so I don't check the most obvious places. And the same is true. You know, it's like not checking the active plugin list, right? That would, you know, like, well, certainly that's not it. That's, that's too easy. It's not going to be that one. And it's the same is true when like, I can't find a pair of my shoes and I'm like, gosh, where did I put those shoes? And I'm looking all over the house, like, where did I leave them? And they're in the closet where they belong. But I did not check there because that is never where I put my shoes. So that figures, um, but that's how also, that's how it works in, in coding as well. I always jump to the, the furthest, like, you know, possibility of what it could be when it's actually just something fairly simple. <laughs> Exactly. And, and this is my dev site. So my dev site, I comment things out, you know, I'll comment right. the, the mm -hmm. function out or the, the, the filter sure. or whatever out all the time. Something that's what I did. And so that's why I immediately went to there and nope, that's, I just totally deactivated the whole thing. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. So I have a, uh, number one as a sidebar, because I will forget otherwise, I have a new map for Firewise for their, uh, and it hasn't changed too much, but some of the boundaries of the of two of the councils have changed. So I will have to get with you, and you can show me how you you parsed all that that out with the longitude and latitude and stuff like that. But anywho, um, I am trying to figure out, and this is again because I haven't. I'm so frustrated with myself that I haven't set aside the time that I wanted to, and I keep talking about it and then I just feel bad because I keep talking about how I want to set aside like work time, but not client work time to do um, more learning about like blocks and stuff because I'm faced with a quandary and I would like to pose this to the group to see what um, to get a, you know, just a different viewpoint on things. So I have a, a client who has a winery, which means they have different wine products and they need a static page. And so we, for, for each wine. So we did a custom post type uh, because there is a lot of metadata and things like that that, that we need to put in there. And um, so I have the custom post type. And with that metadata, I'm trying to, I, I tend to lean towards letting the client have the most flexibility as far as updating the data, you know, updating the content. And so I try and use everything within the context of, the block editor, right? That's, that's usually my number one go-to. However, this particular client, these are static pages. Like they're not, the products aren't changing year over year. And so they're just like the, you know, 
once it's in there, they don't want to fool with it. So I'm debating on whether or not I, I'm trying to figure out how to put that, all of that um, together on the back end. So what I mean by that is typically what I would do is I would have all that metadata and, you know, on an archive page, that's great. I can pull in the metadata that I need for the archive page and it will automatically flow through and that's wonderful. But with the single one pages, I am trying to figure out if it makes sense to hard code the metadata into the template of the single page, or if it's better to create a block that allows them to move the metadata around. I don't think they're ever going to have to because they're pretty hands off. And so that's what's giving me pause is because normally I would like to have it again be in the context of the block editor so you know creating a block with that metadata makes the most sense to me but wanted to pose the question to the group to see what as a user what would you prefer would you prefer the flexibility knowing that you're probably not going to have to to edit that very often but then if you do you would have to call me because it's you know coded in the template which may or may not be an issue i i, I just don't know adam what do you think about it well, I'm always put everything, even though, even, even like clients might say, you know, we'll never change it. You know, they probably will. Um, right. or someone I know. Will. Exactly. So I, I totally I'm get always, that. I'm always going to be on the side of database, you know, put it into there so that something can easily change because, you know, what if it's, you know, one little, you know, phrase or, or word or whatever, okay. you don't want to have to sort through now, where did I save it? Or maybe you saved, maybe you statically put it you know, five different places and you forgot about right. two of them. So then I'm like, you know, so no, if you go, you know, put it in one place and you're like, okay, this is what it says. It's going to pull just whatever's in here and that's it. But that's, that's me, you know, um, and even if a client never updates it, at least it's always going to, you know, always going to pull from the same thing. So it, it's, you know, there if they need it, you know, and it's it in the way WordPress works. I mean, you know, it's I would just do it that way anyway, because it's, you know, easy. to. That's do. what's the most like yeah. flexible. I and, think. Yeah. No, no, I'm, but, I'm inclined to you know. agree with you. It's just I this is normally one of those things where I would be like, well, let's let's go with flexibility. But then I'm like, how flexible is that for a client that's not going to be touching this ever? And I feel pretty confident that they will be reaching out to me to do the basic changes, like even the most basic of edits, just because they, you know, they're wearing a ton of other hats and this is something that takes them more time and it's a better use of their time to just outsource. Um, but, you know, that goes against my, my grain a little bit because I'm used to going the, the client flexibility approach. So, I just wanted to get some thoughts on it, but I appreciate your take. <laughs> now you can go the other approach, which is more, you know, being kind of like a, a greedier approach where it's like hard code everything in. So now they have to pay you to change it, you know, even if it's once or two, you know, and then, you know, you can get right. another invoice. <laughs> you can invoice again, them again by doing it. And then yes, is that the greedy, you know, but right. I, you know, it's whatever. <laughs> No, I know. And I'm just, I, that's, that also goes against my, my grain <laughs> to be doing it that, you know, I want to, at the end of the day, I, obviously, you know, we're all trying to provide the best product to the client and what's the easiest, you know, what's the easiest method to deliver something. And it's, you know, I, I've probably said this before, but in website world, 
And it always comes down to like a balance and finding, striking the right balance between, uh, you know, time and money. And is that plugin going to save me? Is it, is it cheaper to buy a ready-made plugin than it would save me, you know, the, the expense of custom coding or the time to custom code? Is it, um, you know, a website in general, is it going to save me, uh, my time versus, you know, setting up a website if I'm not super comfortable doing it versus hiring out to someone like you, or, you know, it's always about balance. And so that's where I think I'm up against with this is that I'm trying to find that balance between providing enough flexibility for the customer to use the site on the regular, even though I don't know that they will, versus, you know, like what is, what's the the quickest thing that's going to get this done for the client? Yeah. It seems to always come down to a balance between time and money specifically, it seems. <laughs> it's going to cost one or the other, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I just am, I'm trying to get comfortable with, now that I'm comfortable with the block editor, which I will say, um, prior to it being launched, this was back in like, I don't know, 2019, maybe when Gutenberg, they called it, first came out. I was very like, oh, I, I don't like this. This is not, and then once I saw what it was, I was like, ah. I was worried for nothing. This is crazy. It's this is great. So I'm trying to keep an open mind with some of the new block development stuff and making sure that I just stay up to date on on the latest stuff that they have coming out because they're rolling out all these cool things and I just I feel like I'm not making good enough use of them. So um, that is my goal is is to try and get comfortable with some of the the blocks or like extending. We talked about last week extending existing blocks and things like that. So hopefully I will be able to get some of that done today. Although I can tell you right now, it's going to be difficult because they are doing roof repairs in my office today. And like, there's a lot of banging. So I don't know if you can hear it. Hopefully not, but actually man. I don't hear anything. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic because I feel like it is so loud, but maybe that's just me. <laughs> well, and, and depending on what uh, version iPhone, like my iPhone is too old, but uh, iPhone has the, uh, what is it? Isolation mode or whatever. Yes. Yes, they do. So that's something I have to tap into for sure. Uh, I have a I have a question. Yeah. I've been kind of going back and forth. So I, I so what do you think about? Let's see. So okay, if you if, let me let me put it this. So because this is nothing, I can't show you. This is audio. So if you have a so if you have, you're looking at a card, right, face down, face up, right, and you flip over the card. Okay, so it's like horizontally flip. So that's kind of what I'm you know see the front and back of a card. All right, that's what I'm talking about. So, wait, wait, are you talking? You're talking about the animation of that movement of like. Um. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I mean. So if you, you know, if you, you know, say tap on, you know, so you're looking at the front, you tap on it, and then now all of a sudden it flips and it goes to the back. I mean, even if it doesn't have okay. to animate. It doesn't have to animate. It can just, you know, flip to the back. It whatever. moves. Sure. It doesn't matter. So this basically it's the same container, but you're just looking at the back now. All right. What do you think about? Because see, I've been back and forth with a couple clients and, and different things. Um, and then one thing I'm doing for myself is putting like, for instance, um, I was trying to, I, I was, uh, a lot of people were asking me like, you know, if could, you can, cause you, cause you can go to the site, what is it? Buymeacoffee.com and set up your profile and, you know, uh, they, you know, take money for you or whatever for somebody pay, wants to pay you money. Right. 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 So yes. I'm like, well, you can do that on your own, own site. So I, I set it up for, for currently it's only for Stripe and, and, uh, or actually Square, Stripe, and PayPal, and which is great, but it, it the payment, because of course, you know, you put in the card information, the card information is, 
not lengthy. There's only, you know, there's what the, the card number, the expiration date, whatever. So I'm thinking of doing one of these card flip things where you see, you know, you know, pick your, it says, okay, pick. I don't know if you've ever seen the format of buy your car. Basically it says, you know, uh, you have, th you know, three things or an input to say, you know, what do you, how many coffees do you want to buy the person, you know, or, or tap five or tap three, whatever. And then you can put in your name, you know, which is optional. You put in a little message optional, whatever. So you have kind of that on the front. And then when you're ready to do pay, you just tap it and it kind of flips to the back side. Then you put the, the payment information and then you hit purchase and off and running. Um, I was also using this for uh, a staff page. So, so if you have, you know, 10 people, you know, employees, staff, <clears throat> excuse me, employees or staff, and you have, you know, everybody has, you know, maybe a, a picture, a, a title, um, you know, maybe their phone number and email or something, right? So that could be on the front. But suppose that you don't want to load, you know, don't want to set up a, a separate template to load, you know, an entire page for all this, all the staff, you just want to have this. And what if they have a lot of paragraphs of, if somebody wants to read about, you know, oh, I, you know, this person lives over here and they've done this and blah, 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 all this stuff, right? And it could be lengthy. So what I did was when you tap the card, it goes, it flips it, so to speak, or shows the back, which is scrollable uh, description. And then that way they can just read it. And then I did that only because at least then all of the, you know, the front size and the, the quote unquote cards, as I'm calling them, uh, are all the same size. So if you have, you know, you know, say if it's, you know, three, you know, how, whatever screen size you're looking at, two, three, whatever, fits in a row, and then, you know, goes to the next row. They're all kind of uniform, and you just see it quick at a glance, rather than seeing, like, one person and then his, you know, you know, 10 paragraphs. You know, you don't want to do that because then it's going to make... <laughs> right, make it, okay, you know, yeah, so, it's just too... It's so that type... So do you like... So as, as a consumer or as just a developer, like, would that be something that you would like to see, or would that be too awkward to just, you know, tap a button and hit, hit more, or even with the pay thing, go to the other side, instead of going to another page or whatever, just click it, click it and have it show, you know, now fill out your credit card information. You know, it's a good question. I, I don't mind the button click. I'm trying to think of what, I mean, I, typically I try and limit the number of button clicks, right? And, you know, but, but true, but I was trying have... to make it, I was trying to make it neater because it, yeah. basically everything in that box was like, okay, you had, you know, pick a, uh, you know, one, three and five, I think I did, or, you know, put in, you know, update your the input, you can hit a little up or up or down to say, I want 10, five, whatever, and then put in your name, put in your thing, you know, mm -hmm. so you're, you're entering all this stuff. And now if you add all the payment stuff there too, as, as I'm looking at it, I'm like, it's like this. It just is long and unwieldy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I would, for that sort of thing too, because it's more transactional, I think brevity is your friend. So I, cause I do think that otherwise, just when you were looking at it, so here you are coming in if, with this good intention to like, you know, fill out all this information. But if it looks like it's too much work at the, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, they want me to fill out all this. Like it's a turnoff, right? And so if you can probably tighten it up and just hit that more button and then have it, you know, flip to the next section of, of data, I think that might be preferred. Yeah, because the payment sense? side yeah. is only three fields. You put in your, what, your card, your, you know, the, th the three-digit, four-digit number or whatever, and, mm -hmm, then, mm -hmm. and the expiration date, and you hit buy or whatever. Right. Or whatever, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, less is more, less is more. Okay, That's good. Sure. So, because I, I was doing it, I'm thinking, man, I might kind of waste my time by adding this feature. I'm like, uh, I don't know. So, 
whatever. No, I think but. that actually, you know, in, the more I think about it, the more it, fe- it feels cleaner. I mean, not again, not having seen it, but it, it feels like that would be a cleaner because you're right. Like if you are faced with like field after field after field, all in one fell swoop, then, I mean, regardless of, you know, however many, you know, if it's one or two, that's one thing. But, you know, as you start to get up there in having users input information, they will just look at it and it's just, I mean, people are impatient. I am. So <laughs> less is more. <laughs> that's where I was going. Okay, cool. That's yeah. cool. And, and I'll have, I'll probably, uh, well, by next, by, by our WordPress shop next week, um, I will definitely have it up there for somebody to look at. Um, nice. But even before okay. that, maybe I'll send you a, a thing where you can look at it and see what I did. And be like, oh yeah, it's good or no, it's horrible. Because you know me, I'm a developer. I'm not a front end designer. No, not, and a, not a designer. I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> but see, as a developer, I'm I'm you know mindful of instead of just throwing all the fields in one line and even it's like a whole bunch, you know, to look ugly. I'm like, you know, I'm like, just because it too works. Much. <laughs> Right, just because it works, but I see I'm being trying to be mindful and try to Good show yeah. limited. So I'm, I'm trying to, you know, embrace the design. <laughs> Absolutely. Good for you. <laughs> um, good stuff. So I, because I'm curious, I'm loading um, the, I just pulled up the WordFence plugin registration because I was curious to our previous topic of conversation of like, is the pro worth it? And this is, this is the same way that I feel about Yoast as well. And I think I think it might behoove us to, um, I, I don't personally know that I have enough information to contribute because I, I use Yoast exclusively on all of my websites for SEO. I know that there are some others. So sometimes when I can't sleep at night, I'll go on to like the SEO or the WordPress uh, Reddit forums just to like see what, what kinds of questions people are asking or how they're using stuff because I'm, I'm curious. And um there are some interesting plugins that I've been hearing mention of, like, um, I know they've been out there for a while, so they're not new, but they're, I, I just don't know anything about them. So I, I've like said I use Yoast, um, but like rank math and all in one SEO, obviously Yoast is, is in the mix as well. And then there's been a couple other ones, but the reason I bring that up is twofold. Number one, Yoast has a premium version and I've never paid for the premium version because I, I don't see the value add there for paying for it when the free version is sufficient. Um, and that's kind of how I'm feeling about WordFence right now. Just in the fact that I was looking at the the differences, you know, they have one of their, um, their cards, their little, it's like four tier license pricing. And obviously you have the free license and you can, you know, block attacks with basic tools. They have a, what they call a 30 day delay on firewall rules and malware signatures. So the next next license up is their premium, and it's one nineteen a year, and um, you get real time firewall rules, malware signatures, country blocking, and block over forty thousand malicious IPs with their dynamically updated IP block list, um, and then you also get premium customer support. So it's interesting that that I, as far as I can tell, the only real big difference aside from the customer support is that. 30 day dynamic, you know, IP blocking list. So that's interesting. And then, you know, they have the next tier up is really like for people who don't want like business owners who don't have time, like they don't have a developer on staff or they don't have a, a, you know, developer contact to handle this. And so they hire someone from WordFence to like install and configure and optimize all 
of WordFence and like handle all the incidents and everything. And then there's like the mission critical website where, you know, downtime has a huge financial impact. And if you will, you know, you'll be in big, big, big trouble if you don't have some sort of um, immediate response. So anyway, I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards the free license. I don't know. I don't know. I I'm thinking I'm thinking the free license is going to be good. I think that the premium, you know, to give you the the real time all the stuff, you know, latest whatever mm -hmm. it is, would be good if, you know, if a particular site is, you know, scaling up and meaning the traffic, you know, is, you know, getting, you know, out of out of hand. So there's so much traffic like, you know, <clears throat> an amazon.com right half of amazon.com type traffic type mm -hmm, um mm -hmm. and then you may want to worry about that so you want to you know kind of tear up your your uh scale up also your um uh security uh defense up there so that's the only other reason right. why i do it. if it's if it's kind of mid to like small to even mid i mm -hmm. site i wouldn't really worry about it i, I would worry you know let the the thinking the you know as long as you're mindful of you know making sure everything gets scanned all the right. time and stuff and, and mm -hmm. what's being installed and, and everything then i wouldn't uh i think the free ones would be okay for that so yeah yeah i may maybe what i'll do maybe because i do have a couple like i probably have i don't know of the 25 sites that i monitor i would say that maybe 10 of them eight to 10 of them are, are my quote-unquote premium which is where I run backups more frequently. Um, I will go in and optimize their site a little bit more as far as like caching and, you know, image optimization is included and stuff like that. So uh, maybe I'll include a premium license because those tend to be the sites to your point, Adam, that are higher traffic uh, or e-commerce and where there could be a financial impact if something were to go sideways. So um, food for thought, but Circling back around, because I, as I, as I do, um, jump all over the place with the SEO, I think it could be an interesting topic for another time about uh, the pros and cons of each of these SEO plugins. I wish I knew more. I'm going to have to do some exploring on, because I've, I've heard good things about Rank Math. I've heard, you know, I've heard some pros and cons a little bit on both. It'd be interesting to hear from people who are actually using some of these other options, just just because I like to keep up, you know, maybe Yoast is Yoast has been sufficient for me. I'll I'll be honest, it's I find it really user friendly. I know what I'm doing with it, and and I think most of my clients do too, which is important. So you know, they don't have their their nose on a Reddit SEO forum all the time, and so you know, I I really don't have any uh, quote unquote complaints with Yoast, especially their free version. I just like to kind of keep up with with what else is available, so I know. So do you have any experience with any of the other SEO plugins? No, well, I've had some clients use some of the other ones. Uh, I think it was all in all in S all all in one or whatever. So that's that one. Uh, but mostly Yoast is the it's the one I, people use. I don't use it for my site only because I generate my own tags, uh, meta tags um, on a page basis. So I have a little you know uh, per basically I have a, a general spot so I can put put it in that if it you know I don't have to if I don't put it in specifically for for a page it uses that. Otherwise, as a default, and then uh, a per page, I can just say, okay, you know, put all the, change all the titles and keywords and all whatever per page, uh, on you know, that way. Um, only because I don't, and I don't use Yoast because a lot of Yoast is, they'll give you suggestions on, hey, try these keywords or this. I'm sure they have, you know, a lot of those type of things that I, you know, I'm like, you know what, I'm just going to use the keywords that I've, you know, been successful with or researched and I don't need to have that. So. 
I, I limit that as far as a plugin for mine. Um, other clients use it because they're, they like to have suggestions and whatever else, other bells and whistles they're using. So that's just me. No, that makes sense. That, that does make sense. So, yeah. And, and I think that for the average person who doesn't know, I mean, cause SEO is such a big, the breadth of the topic of SEO is just, it's really quite, quite extensive. So I think that, and it's always changing is the other thing. And so to be able to uh, rely on, you know, a reputable plugin to help you navigate that, that heavy topic is, is a huge plus for the, the average WordPress user who doesn't have, you know, your, your dev prowess. <laughs> Well, and, and also, you know, but if you, yeah, cause if you really are going to go heavy into SEO, then you have one of these type plugins to help you, you know, with suggestions and things that they're going to do, but also, you know, you should jump into, be mindful of your, you know, say you have, say you're using Google search console, you know, with the, they have the keyword, you know, identifier or whatever it's called. Um, so you can search for keywords and, and basically jump in that side to see, you know, what's who's searching for what and, you know, the whole SEO marketing thing, which is a whole world. <laughs> that's so true. I know there's so much, I mean, that's another big talk or another topic we should discuss is um, the different SEO buckets as, you know, maybe we do part of an SEO series as far as like technical SEO and on page and off page and Man, yeah, my friend does a, he does a lot of the marketing for, for different sites and he's, he goes back and forth. Cause like, uh, he does, you know, both paid and, and regular, uh, SEO and stuff, but he goes back and forth with, you know, certain things, certain keywords he can't have or can't use like, you know, cause he has uh, some health food stores that do CB, CBD stuff. And then, so he has to fight with that kind of stuff. And then he's always fighting like with, uh, you know, looking at the competitors and he's like, Oh, I, I have to rank. Oh, of course he wants to rank higher than the competitors and this for the site. And he's like, if I change this and then if I change this and you know, he's, it's almost like he pulls his hair out sometimes. Cause, or to me, it would be like, that. right. I'm, I'm not, I'm like, ah, that's just too much. I'd rather, you know, work on a bug than work on a marketing problem. I get it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any, do you, Adam, do you have any tips for, for me for block development. I know we've, I'm going to look at the, um, oh my gosh, the development docs for, for WordPress, but I can't think there was like a name that I had in mind and I'm spacing on it. So sidebar to, to this, I am trying to limit myself to two cups of coffee a day because I was up to like four. And so I'm, I'm trying to rein it back in and I feel like this is, it's going to be a slow process. So wish me luck on that front. <laughs> Let's hope my brain's still firing on all cylinders. <laughs> I will just a sidebar on the coffee thing. I I've actually tried to reduce a little bit of my coffee cause I drink a lot also, but I'd switch over to tea in the afternoon. Now granted, you know, just regular tea, you know, black tea or whatever. Has ah, the me too. Has caffeine. No, I know, but I've been doing that too. Go but on. <laughs> I think somebody told me that's less caffeine than now. Maybe it's not true, but it's less caffeine than coffee which I could be wrong, but maybe it is. So, um, and okay, of course, yes, I could have herbal tea and all that, but, uh, I yeah. switch over to tea and I think, you know, maybe that's just <clears throat> not as, you know, caffeinated. So that's why I'm kind of like weaning down, but still having right. something. <laughs> I have been, um, I've been enjoying some decaf teas and a friend of mine dropped off. He said that his in-laws sent him huckleberry tea. And he dropped off some tea bags of huckleberry tea that I'm going to try this afternoon. So I'm very excited because they're here in front of me and I smell them and they smell delightful. So oh, nice. give those a go. Give those a go. I'll, I'll report back. But I guess you can only get them 
well, I don't know about only, but this particular tea his in-laws get from like Montana or something. So I'm like, oh, well, great. I don't go to Montana ever. So <laughs> I'm going to put in my order. <laughs> right, exactly. And this has been the WordPress tea uh, edition. No, I'm not kidding. Uh <laughs> yes, I know, right? We're, we're spilling the tea on WordPress. Isn't that what the kids say these days? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Exactly. What's the, uh, yeah. I don't um, know any of the slang. I, I, listen, the moment I don't, that it, I no longer recognize the Saturday Night Live musical guests, I, I, I'm like, yep, that's it. I'm old. I get it. I'm old. <laughs> I actually, I realized I was, I was aging when I, when I started asking like, uh, you know, my, my nephews, uh, you know, he, him or his friends or whatever. I'm like, well, what does that actually mean? So now I'm, I, I'm asking people what a word means because, or how yep. they're using it. And I'm like, cause it's all this <laughs> slang. I'm like, but we have a oh. word already, but now you're using this word instead. And like, wait, I, I'm just, I'm too I confused. Know. <laughs> I'm too confused. I get it. So sure. back to your, your block, um, uh, conundry. Yeah. Uh, I would just say, yeah. Yeah. well, just, just dive in and just try, like I said, try, look at a, take a, uh, a short code that you, that would use maybe not mm -hmm. a, maybe a, you know, something that has, you know, display aspects, you know, displays something. I don't know. Two well, I do have and then, a, maybe uh, what try I to should do that. as soon as you said short code, it reminded me. So I have a site that because one of the things that that i love the most about the new i forget which version of wordpress it was in but it was columns remember when when block editor when gutenberg was first they didn't have columns yet it came down the road and so when they finally introduced columns it was like ah, like i i saw the heavens part and the sunshine coming through when that was finally introduced so and now they, and now they have rows and stacks i, I love that anyway crazy <laughs> Um, actually I have a question about that. So hang on, don't, don't let me forget. Prior to WordPress offering columns out of the box, I coded a short code for clients that would allow them to use columns in short code, you know, so like, um, I forget, like call one of two, I forget what even my, my naming convention was, but I have since redone that site for that, for one client in particular because they used it extensively and it was such a heavy site with so much content they didn't want to go back and they didn't want to pay me to go back and redo everything in gutenberg columns they were like oh we'll just chip away at it but we don't you know so in order to make it kind of quote unquote backwards compatible i still have the short code for those columns in there that does in fact to your point adam affects the display so maybe i will goof with the block editor in and converting those short codes that way so i can start you know planning for a migration but anyway so that was my that's to your point that's maybe what i'll do today that's a good a good little bite you know dip my toe in the water kind of i don't want to bite off more than i can chew here but um i do want to get familiar with it but my question is on rows and stacks and columns and all that kind of good stuff i'm not sure that i understand the different use cases for rows and columns and stacks and when you know when one is better than the other because yeah i just i'm not sure yet i tend to be leaning heavily columns and so was i um i like i like i use all of them but i like rows because basically it's you're using the flex you're using css flex um and my only issue with whether you're using uh, the stack, even stack uses flex, I believe stack and rows. Mm -hmm. um, they, 
they're usually good, except they don't, the only choice they don't have is because, you know, in the CSS world, you have uh, space around and then space in between evenly and all that. Right. So really the space between works usually well, which they have as default as one of the things you can either say center space, they call it something else um, than space between, but that's all ultimately what it's doing. So I actually add into mine, I add something to where I can just go to the class and add space dash um, uh, around. Like between and then, or oh, okay. And then, well, but the between is already there. So so if, right. if I don't want it between, I want it around, then I just add my class and I, I you know, already put my class in there from the, from my plugin. Uh, mm -hmm. And it, it'll okay. use that instead. But the difference, so the thing with row, I like rows because by default, it, it says, okay, go horizontal, right? So when it keeps everything literally in a horizontal row, um, and then you can change it and make it stackable, but then that's basically a stack. So, uh, but you can, but, or you can add your own CSS on a row, which I've done. So like, if, if you want the horizontal row, you want a horizontal row, use a row, but then, uh -huh. you know, it looks better when it stacks on, um, you know, on mobile. mobile and then yeah. just just add the flex direction and all i do is add just just one thing it's flex direction column and it changes it to a okay. column and it makes it better so that's if you want to have something you know stay in a row for most cases except mobile um if you're going to be stacking everything anyway i generally just you do a stack and then center and it just puts everything in the center and that way okay. it's all in a row anyway for for mobile you know unless you want like i said unless you want something side by side, you know, or mm -hmm. if you want the columns and the columns works, you know, you've used columns before. So, you, you know, you know, that works well, it'll stack. Well, um, one of the reasons that I've kind of been starting to dabble with them is because I am, uh, you know, last week I mentioned that I was going to look at uh, some CSS for this design. You know, it was kind of like a pattern, I guess, where you have a, how do I describe this? So if you are looking at it on well, desktop or mobile, but you know, if you envision a desktop, you have a photo on the left, like you have, let's envision two columns for the sake of simplicity here. On your left column, 50% width, you have a photo. And then on the right hand side, 50%, you have text, but I want that text to overlay on the photo, not all the way, because it's not a cover, photo like to you know it's not like a cover block where you can just type the text right on top of the photo that was just the layout that i was going for where the text would overlay like maybe just like have a, a like a negative margin to the left of like 20 percent. you know what i mean and so there's just like that hint of overlay over the photo and so i've been fooling with rows and columns and the css that goes along with that to try and make my own pattern so that the client can readily recreate this overlap, like, you know, like left photo overlap, right photo overlap, you know, and do some of that kind of stuff. But that's where I have kind of been using some of the rows, the stacks and things of that nature. So, but I, you know, I'm also open to other, other methods as well. So I think in that case, the row would be better because you'd want to, in that case, you want a row horizontal because if mm -hmm. it stacks, if you do it in a column, it'll stack and you have your margin, it'll, you have to make sure you turn that off. Otherwise it'll look, there won't be yeah, like, it won't actually okay. go. You know what I mean? Cause it won't be yeah. next to each other anymore. <laughs> so it'll be stacked. No, so no, you, for sure. But if you do as a row, they'll, it'll keep them uh, side by side all the time. So right. then, you know, okay. you apply your, the margin or whatever, then uh, just, mm -hmm. you know, move, move it over. Uh, or whatever it'll show 
side by side. Because ultimately, I want the least. I want to achieve this with the least amount of customization, right? And so I don't want to necessarily have to like customize something, you know, customize a block. So then that's the only way you can use that block is in this overlap scenario. You know, that doesn't. That's not ideal. I want the the client to be able to use that, but also still have the functionality if they don't want that overlap um, feature as well. And so that's where I'm like, okay, well, how should I go about doing this? That's the most direct and and simplistic at the end of the day without like over-engineering this. <laughs> so this is where now it comes to, to run ideas by you. <laughs> I haven't looked into to see if there's a filter for existing because if you do a block variation it essentially creates so if you have a <clears throat> excuse me if you say like the the column block um if you do a block variation of it it still uses all the same properties of the column but when you you know search for you know go into the, the block search and say oh, columns okay. or, or you call it you title it my column which is block block variation it comes up almost as a separate block because it's kind of a, it's the same even though it's the same thing so really it's, mm -hmm. it's a different block so i'm like i'd rather i don't know so i think they want you to go that way because i but I, what i'd rather which do makes is, sense yeah i well i wish there was a way that you can just filter an existing uh use a filter on an existing block in mm -hmm. the settings so that you can just add your own settings to to that block you know what i mean rather than make right a variation which is basically the same thing like you're, you're saying you make it yourself make it a permanent yeah. i mean i think i get that they don't want everybody kind of doing that because then i guess it can get messy so that's why they went the variation way so the variations mm -hmm. will you know basically clone so to speak the the column or whatever block you're working with and right with all the same properties then you just add whatever else you need um and then when you search for my column block or whatever it comes mm -hmm. up so okay yeah no that's i'm gonna have to go and dig around in the um the WordPress dev blog and see, you know, what their, what the handbook recommends and then see what makes the most sense. So, cause again, I want this to be, I want it to be extendable, I guess, if that makes sense. So that the, the client doesn't need me to do anything if they, unless, unless they want me to do it and that's a different story. But also I don't want to, you know, kind of handcuff them based and say like, Oh, this is the only way you can use a row now, or this is the only way you can use a, you know, so the, the block variation is an interesting idea. That yeah, that works. And also the the best thing is they or one of the, the good things about blocks is that you can, you know, assign it to be a pattern. So if you mm -hmm. use like for instance, you know, uh instead of like I used to and I still may do it, I don't know, but so if you have, you know, social accounts, you know, in I think we talked about this. Oh, so right. if you want to put all your, you know, social account uh URLs, right, in in somewhere in the settings area so that it, you always have it, it's always there, whatever, which is still fine. But with blocks, you don't really need to do that because you can use right. their own, unless you don't want to use their own social block, which is fine, and then use something else. But if you're using the the social block, built-in social block or whatever, what do they call it? Social, I think it's just social block, whatever it is. I think it anyway. is social block. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, so if, if you use their custom one, you can add, uh, you know, all the, all the different logos and then you put in the okay. put in URL. So what you can do is if you say, oh, well, I have to re, you know, reuse that. And then, uh, and also, so you can, and also I want to change color or whatever. So you can, you can say, make a pattern, call it something. And then you can even make it another pattern and then call it something else and change the color to green or whatever. Right? Okay. So, mm -hmm. and then now all you have to do is drag the green social and all your social accounts are there or drag the other one. You know, so, 
it's they've made it really easy as as far as that right um, just just although i had it's funny see club it's um wordpress updated you know even like from you know twitter to now x or whatever all their the social mm-hmm. block which is cool but they don't have clubhouse uh icon no they right? don't so I, I have yeah. the so I took I got the uh, the SVG image of the clubhouse the little hand thing, uh-huh. and yep. uh, what I do is I actually did it in JavaScript where I grab the existing so basically I'm like okay grab you know grab an existing one like the the Instagram one right, um, and then take and then I have uh, a little script also in there that just puts out the uh, clubhouse my URL and clubhouse name okay. Mm-hmm. and the and the, the image thing so i use that information to basically i just make a copy of whatever the social thing is make a copy and then if i want to put it at the end i do prepend or upend and then it just puts it there on the end like if you oh, go to my okay. site and go to the bottom you'll see yeah, that i, I prepended the uh the clubhouse that's fancy to the, to i like left. it yeah well and that was the only one that i need because i'm mm-hmm. like oh, i want kind of want to have my clubhouse link <laughs> on it i'm like uh and i'm like all right, so that's how I did it. So it was my workaround nice. was, was just use JavaScript and mm-hmm. use, because it still uses the same one, you just grab the element, duplicate it, and put it wherever you want. Right. But just with the other information. So you just, you know, so, yeah. Okay, I like that. I can get on board with that. <laughs> cool. All right, well, I'm going to go, I'm, I'm opening the block editor, uh, the, the WordPress, the developer handbook right now, so I can go look at, I'm going to start with variations. I think that's where I'm going to, I'm going to start there. And then, because ultimately the goal would be to like create my own blocks, but I feel like I don't have a good enough understanding of how the blocks operate. I just know them from the user perspective, like, oh, I dragged this and I know that, you know, columns make columns and rows make rows. So I need to do a little bit more under the hood. And then I'm hoping that the, the block variations will be a good introduction to that for me. And I can kind of see how things are, are working. Yeah, honestly, I haven't done a lot of the block where var- I've looked at them a little bit, but I haven't done my own mm-hmm. block variations just because I'm like, I'm more on the side of make my own block, but <laughs> right. Um, well, I know is, I should I mean, really be I, doing which the I would variations love to watch you like, you know, we'll do a screen share someday. And like, I'll just watch you work and make make a block. But the because I'm always I have like a use case in mind. And that's always the best way for me to learn is like, okay, well, here's what I'm trying to achieve in a real world scenario. And so like the block variation is interesting because the like i think we talked last week about the meta query for like the query block but based on metadata and like you can put in meta like to sort by meta keys and for example i can't have a query loop of events because it's going to show me either the the options are by event title by you know most recently posted or you know for the, what is it? Most recent or like oldest to newest. I'm over, <laughs> oversimplifying that. So our, um, yeah, oldest to newest and newest to oldest are the only three options and then alphabetical by title. But like for events, you need it to start by, or you need it to be listed by like most upcoming event and all the event data, like the start time and the end time is held in metadata. So that's where I need to I need to tap in. Well, I believe the vari when you pull up the vari- variation documentation, I think that's the example they use is the, is the query. Oh, is it? Oh, so, nice. Okay, yep. cool. We want to thank you for coming and spending time out of your day here with us in the WordPress shop. Okay, that concludes this episode. Our hosts will return with another topic in the next episode. Bye-bye, everyone.